Hey everyone, welcome to or welcome back to my podcast. I'm so happy and excited you are here. Before we start, make sure you make sure you follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening and follow my official podcast Instagram at Thoughts from a Theater Kid. I can't wait for today's episode and this is Thoughts from a Theater Kid. Today I am interviewing a swing assistant dance captain and fight captain in the Mean Girls National Tour, Grace from Manillo. Hi Grace. Hi. How are you? I'm doing so well. How about yourself? I'm good. So, okay. So for anyone that doesn't know what like a swing is or a fight captain, can you like explain that? Yeah, definitely. So a swing is someone who is a part of the cast but does not perform every single night. Um, Instead, we are backstage and we go on in case any ensemble member is out. So we play multiple different parts. I cover eight different parts. Mm -hmm. um, And at any point, I could go on for any one of those eight tracks. Um, However, there are times where a swing might have to go on for a track that they don't usually cover. um, Or we'll do what's called a split track where we have to kind of do multiple parts at once. Um, so we're just there to make sure that the show can go on and it can go as smoothly as possible. Yeah, thanks. Um, what's your favorite song from Mean Girls? Oh, that's tough. I lo- I really love the show. I loved it even before I was a part of it. I saw it three times on Broadway before I was even mm-hmm. cast in the tour. Um, I love doing It Roars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's my favorite song to perform just because it's such a strong opening and it's so much fun. I love the dancing in it too, but my favorite song just in terms of like listening would probably be World Burn. Um, I, love World I just, Burn. I love the power in that mm-hmm. number. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. What's your favorite costume you wear? Oh, that's another hard one. I have so many different ones because as a swing, I get to play so many different parts so I get a bunch of extra costumes mm-hmm. um I love all of my Halloween costumes I have six different ones that I wear um and all of them are absolutely adorable but my regular school costumes I think Apex Predator is my favorite one um it's a different one that I had the first time around a lot of my costumes are different and um it's this really cute like plaid kind of skirt with mm-hmm. a really bright blue corduroy vest Mm -hmm. um and so I love that costume I was like I would wear that any day of my life yeah okay how long does it take you to get ready for a show considering sometimes you may find out like really close to the show before it starts yeah um so if I'm not if I don't know I'm going to be going in um and say I'm at the theater and it's we've already started the show and it's a mid-show swing in if I don't have makeup on or anything like that, it takes me probably like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I would just put my hair into pin curls, get my wig prep ready to go, and I put on just eyeliner, eyelashes, and lipstick. Those are like the three that I make sure I have on just so that I have more defined features on stage. Yeah. Um, but if I can take my time and I know I'm going in, I'll usually take maybe like half hour, 40 minutes. Um, I'll do like 20 minutes on mm-hmm. makeup. It takes me like 10 minutes to do my hair into pin curls um and then after that it's just like throwing on costumes and doing warm-up and stuff like that do you like wearing a wig because i wore a wig for a show once and it wasn't the most comfortable thing but i like rolled with it like it was fine yeah i think you know you gotta just make you you gotta do whatever Mm -hmm. you can and make it comfortable but 
our wigs are actually very, very nice. They're fitted to our heads. So we had kind of a wig fitting where they took like plastic saran wrap, wrapped it around our heads and then took all of our measurements to make sure that everything would fit properly. So our wigs are fitted to make sure that they're comfortable for us. Um, I absolutely love my wig. Um, but it's, it's kind of nice because mine is this beautiful, like strawberry red kind of color. Um, and so when I have people come to the show, if they don't know who to look out for, I'm like, just follow the red wig, follow the short red wig and you'll find me. Um, so for that reason, I really like my wig. That's really good. Um, how did you become, like, how did you get cast on the Mean Girls tour? So it was a pretty intense audition process, but it went by very quickly. Mm -hmm. I, my initial audition, I think was the end of February in 2019. And then I found out I had booked it by April 2nd. So it was only about one month of auditions. But in that time, I went to nine different auditions and callbacks. So I was in for the equity principal audition. I wasn't an equity member, but I went anyway because you can still maybe get seen. And they saw me, um, but I got cut from that audition. I then went to the equity chorus call um, for the dancers, and that was the one that I got kept from. So they kept me after that audition. They had me go in another day to then sing. Mm -hmm. They had me come in again to sing and dance. And then they had me come in again to read. They switched me. Oh, I'm sorry. I think my computer just dinged. You're gone. Um, they then switched me to um, a track for the Broadway show, and they had me try for that. And I sang for Katie and Regina. Yeah. Then they switched me back to the tour, and they had me sing for Janice and Gretchen. So I was kind of just back and forth between the two productions at the time. Um, and I was there like twice a week. So it was so many calls, but it was so fast. Um, but it was the nicest team of people I've ever auditioned for, I think. They were all so welcoming. Our creative team is more than I could have ever asked for. Um, so it was always really nice being in the room with them. That's really good. And if I'm correct, did you guys start the tour before COVID and then had to stop it? Yeah, we did. We started rehearsals in August of 2019, and then we opened in September we closed down March 13th. That was our final day, March 13th, 2020, you know, the infamous Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, and we did, we did a show the night before. Um, so on the 12th was our final show. And then we had actually a rehearsal the next day. And at that point we didn't know what was going on. So we did that rehearsal. It was a put in rehearsal for one of our current cast members. Um, his name is Dan Horn and it was his put in rehearsal. So we did the whole show. Um, we didn't know if we'd be performing or not that night. So we were like, let's go full out. Let's have so much fun. And it was one of my favorite rehearsals we've ever had. One of my favorite memories from the tour was actually that put in. Um, and it ended up being our last time doing the show. I'm so glad. That sounds like so... I'm glad you guys were able to like do it full out. And like, because you knew like something may have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what location has been your favorite to go to on tour? It's, it's hard. There are so many different reasons why I like different places. And it's mm -hmm. really cool to get to meet people in all these different mm -hmm. cities and kind of experience everyone's differences and, mm -hmm. and the, the little things that make people different in different parts of the country. Um, I loved going to Boston just because I'm from Rhode Island. So Boston was as close as we had gotten at that point. 
we will go to Rhode Island eventually, but the closest we've been so far is Boston. So my family got to come and I had some friends there, which was awesome. But um, I really liked Philly. I thought Philly was really cool. Um, I had never been to Philadelphia, but I have family that's there as well. So that was nice. Um, yeah, Orlando was fun. Um because we got to, you know, go to Universal and go to yeah. Disney and all that. So that was really cool. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know. Chicago was really cool, too. There's so many, so many great places that we've been. Yeah. And you probably, like, have been to places that you, like, never would have gone to if it weren't for the tour. So I bet that's something, oh, too. Yeah. Um, how did COVID affect your life as an actor besides, like, canceling the tour? Oof. I think it it made me, I think, a much stronger person, which made me a much stronger performer and actress. Um, it kind of just made me realize that you never know what tomorrow's gonna gonna bring. And it also just gave me so much time to reflect internally and, you know, think about who I am as a person and, and things that I want and things that I need. Um and because of that, I was able to find a different part of my acting and a different part of me as a performer. Um, so I don't know if that made sense, yeah. but I hope that kind of yeah, comes across that. and explains I what I'm that. trying that's to say. Good, that's a good answer. Okay. So, like, did you, like, choose that you wanted to audition for Mean Girls or did, like, they, like, place you there? Like, and if you did choose Mean Girls, why Mean Girls? I have a funny story about this, actually. Okay. So. Um, I had seen a, a bootleg of Mean Girls. I'm not, I don't, I don't promote bootlegs, but I had seen a bootleg of Mean Girls when I was working on a cruise ship, um, with a couple of my friends. Um, Olivia Renteria, who's in our cast, Mm -hmm. actually was with me on the ship as well. We were in that cast together. Um, Mm -hmm. and a bunch of us watched Mean Girls and I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, that would be fun to do. And... One of my friends on that ship was from London. She came to New York City and she was like, I want Mean Girls to be my first Broadway show that I see. I was like, amazing, let's go to Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. And so it was January of 2019 and we went to see Mean Girls from like the seventh row. At the end of the show, I stood up and I looked at her and I said, I'm booking this show this year. I was like, I'm doing this show. And a month and a half later, I had my first audition, and two and a half months later, I had booked the national tour. Um, so I want to say that I spoke it into existence. I was like, I need to do this show. Like I was, that's, I feel that I was meant to be in it. That's amazing. That was um, so cool. Yeah, it was. It was just something that I kind of felt like I felt it in my bones. I was like, I'm gonna do it. Um, I wasn't able to get an appointment um, through my manager or anything. We were still kind of figuring out our um, relationship at that point. We were very new working together. Um, And so I wasn't able to get into the room. So I just went to all of like the open calls, the chorus calls, and that's how we made it happen. Yeah, that's good. That's that's like an incredible story. Okay, do you feel that being on tour is better than performing at the same theater every single time? Pros and cons to both, for sure. I love traveling. I loved working on cruise ships because I could travel and I'm 23 years old. So I feel like now is the time to do it. You know, I'm not settled down anywhere. I don't have ties to any city at this point. Um, So I love being able to explore the country. 
for that reason, touring is phenomenal. Getting to experience these new cities, and I'm also someone who I I like challenging myself, and yes. I feel like doing the show in different theaters every single time is definitely a challenge. Um, you're learning a new kind of version of the show every time. So this week I did the first show on Tuesday mm -hmm. and it was, you know, in a new, new theater. We had a very different setup this time in terms of backstage. Yep. And there were so many things where I was like, where am I supposed to go right now? Because our hallways are not the same and I'm not sure where our crossover is, mm -hmm. but it kind of keeps you on your toes and it keeps you thinking, keeps you sharp. So mm -hmm. I love that side of it but there are so many benefits to being able to stay in your city and you kind of have a home base you have your group of people that are there that are not just your work friends because mm -hmm. for us like work and play isn't really separated you know mm -hmm. we all work together we all travel together and we're in new cities every week so we don't really get to meet a ton of people yeah and like it's kind of like where you guys are the only people you know there so you have to like you spend time together because like you're all one big family Exactly. And mm -hmm. we all love each other so much. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. My cast is absolutely spectacular. My whole company is. Um, but, you know, I miss my friends from home so much and it's hard because we have different schedules. So it's hard to um, keep in touch with people. So it's it's definitely difficult in that way. Yeah. So besides Mean Girls, what are some of your favorite shows you've been in? Ooh, I... There are certain shows that I love doing for the show and then certain shows that I love doing for the role. Yes. Um, shows I loved being in, I really loved Young Frankenstein. I did Young Frankenstein at Theater by the Sea um, in Rhode Island, and it was one of the most fun shows I've ever done. I want to do it again so, so badly. Um, I really, really liked it. And then I, as a show, Grease is not my favorite show. Mm -hmm. um, but I played Cha-Cha and I understudied Rizzo, which are both two roles that are so fun. Yes, so Cha-Cha yes. is fun because she kind of gets to be just like mm. quirky and goofy. And in the version that we did, some version she's supposed to be, you know, like really pretty and cute. And in our version, she was like gross. <laughs> um, like she like picks her nose on stage. It was just like I got to be a totally different person and just like live my best life. And then Rizzo is such a fun acting role, so I loved doing those roles. But as a show, Grease isn't my number one. <laughs> yes, I definitely feel that way for some of mine too. Um, mm -hmm. So you probably have a ton to pick from, but what are what are some of your favorite memories from tour? Oh my goodness, we actually this week is one of my favorite memories. We um we've been in cold weather for a long time, and yeah. Um, you know, going to new cities, not really knowing anybody, not knowing the city. It's hard to go and have fun, especially when it's so cold because you're like, it's miserable. I just want to stay in bed. Um, and it was, we're in Kansas City at the at the moment and it was 75 degrees on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And we had all talked about playing kickball. And so we were like, it's going to be 75 degrees. Let's go to a park and we'll play kickball. We'll all bring snacks and drinks and We'll, we'll play a bunch of different games. We brought Frisbees and footballs, and we played, like, two huge games of kickball. There were probably 50 of us there out of our company. Um, it Sounds was amazing. so, so much fun, and it was such a nice, refreshing moment to have after I being bet. cold for so long, to just be in the sun together and goof around and not think about the show for a second because we do it so much. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, what musicals would you want to be in someday? Ooh, I'm going to pull up my 
my list because I can't think off the top of my head at the moment, but I do have a list of I shows. Do I do, too. I do, too. Um, first, number one is always probably going to be Into the Woods for me. Mm-hmm. I want to do Into the Woods probably more than anything else in the world. Um, I think it's one of the most brilliant musicals ever written, um, and I would love to be Cinderella. I would love to do um, The Baker's Wife and The Witch eventually, but I'm, I got time <laughs> till I get there. Um, but that's definitely up there for me. I want to do, I really want to do Violet, um, which is not a super well-known show, but I played young Violet when I was 12. So it's kind of a bucket list thing for me to play, Mm -hmm. um, you know, older Violet at, she's, I think 24. So I'm, I'm getting to there. (laughs) Um, I would love to do the last five years, Les Mis at some point. Um, and then I really would like to be in Cats, but not for a long period of time because I think my body would just deteriorate. <laughs> um, I would love to do it for like three weeks. I'd be like, that's great. That's a perfect amount of time to do Cats. Um, but I grew up watching uh, the recorded version from London, I think it was. Um, and so that's kind of just something that as a yeah. kid, I've always wanted to do. And Little Shop of Horrors, I really want to do that Oh, well. yeah, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. Okay, so any advice you would give to actors or actresses that want to put themselves out there and maybe do what you do someday? For sure. I think the best thing you can do is, like, always give yourself the opportunity. Um, And so that's kind of the most important thing is, like, you you have nothing to lose. If you go to the audition, the worst they're going to say is no. You have nothing to lose, Mm -hmm. and you have everything to gain. So give yourself the opportunity. I think it was... Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda who said and this is something I live by every day has the potential to be the greatest day of your life yes that doesn't is so have true. to be doesn't have to be the greatest day of your life that's fine too but you never know you could wake up and all of a sudden this is the day that changes everything yeah so that's kind of something I live by I'm like if I don't really want to do something or whatever I'm like you know what maybe today is the day and that kind of gives me that little push mm-hmm. Um, And I thought about that with Mean Girls. My first audition, I almost didn't go because I was in another audition at the time. I was running back and forth between two floors and I was like, this is too crazy. I'm I'm not going to do well. I'm not going to book it because I'm going nuts. And I ended up booking it because I was like, you know what? Worst they can say is no. So I went. So always put yourself out there. Give yourself the opportunity. Yeah, like take the chance, take the risk. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, anything else you want to share before we end the interview? Um, I'm not, not sure. Just kind of a, another little advice thing, mm-hmm. similar to what I said before. Find yourself as a person, and that'll help you find yourself as a performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like I said, COVID has really taught me a lot about myself, and because of that, I know who I am as a performer so much better. Um, so really be be yourself find you and then you'll find yourself as an entertainer i completely agree thank you so much grace i'm so thrilled i got to have you on my podcast have a great show tonight and listeners thank you so much for tuning in today don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening rate and review my podcast on spotify or apple and follow the instagram at thoughts from a theater kid also don't forget about march musical madness tune into my instagram stories every day to vote for who you think will be the sole remaining musical winner thanks for listening and this is thoughts from a theater kid